Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 516, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing very good, my friend. Very good. See my shirt? Nice. You guys have matching shirts today. Yeah, matching Grand shirts Californian today. Hotel and Spa. Very apropos. Was that to anyone. Was that, was that intentional, Susie? It's intentional on his part. Oh, nice. You saw her wearing it, and you decided to put yours on as well. Absolutely. They look nice. They're very nice shirts. They're actually three-quarter, too. I, I like that. that's they... a California thing, but... They call that like a a, ba- a baseball jersey yeah. or something like that, yep. right? Pitchers used to want to keep their elbows warm. That's right. Tommy John. I don't Do you know what today is, Pards? Speaking of warm, uh, it's the day before Susie's birthday. And do you know where we were 10 years ago at this time? Yes, we were at Walt Disney World. Yeah, that was the trip, right? Yes. Yeah, this was Hoopty Doo night. Yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> I still have that picture of us all wearing the matching nerdy white t-shirts <laughs> that is Susie uh, out of commission right now. Yeah, after that something one. happened to Susie. We, <laughs> we got to wake her up. Oh, boy. Boo. That was not the right move. No, <laughs> that was not the right move. Yeah, 10 years ago, Pards. It's where it all began. It's where it all began, Pards. If I didn't go on that trip... God forbid I could still be stuck in Minnesota. You think you would have lasted another 10 no, years? No, that trip? no, no. We owe your uncle a huge, we do. A huge debt. <laughs> like, this is like basically like when you stand up to accept the award. Yeah. You'd have to have, you know, thank the Casciano family, the Papinos for putting the bus ups up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a whole list. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Other people who helped us get to where we are right now, right, Susie? <laughs> mm-hmm. That also means we're we're coming up on the ten year anniversary of this podcast as well, because we we basically started that our first episode was like the trip review from that trip, right? Yeah, yeah, because we had episode triple zero where we talked about what we were going to talk about. Yeah, about have how you, was... have you backtracked and listened to all of our old episodes mm-hmm. too? So you're caught up now. Yeah. Oh, okay. good. That's good to know. I, I believe episode zero set the tone because I said there's no weather, should be no problem, smooth sailing, and then the flights got canceled. And we ended up having to drive down <laughs> through a blizzard in, in Connecticut. 
which was miserable, but we made it. And we shared a room, didn't we? Me, you, yeah, Doc, and Susie. That could have been a stinky room. I don't think it ended up being too bad. It wasn't bad. No, because I was respectful in the morning. I'd go get the coffees and then go have my meeting over at the Pop Century Conference. Yeah. The business center. I think it's because you didn't know Sarah that well at that point. You were still uh you were still being nice. So you think now you think now I just destroy it right before she took her shower? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Do you think so? Uh, she showers at night, though, doesn't she? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a saving grace for her. Anyway, we should probably get right back into it, unless you have anything else you want to bring up here in our little preamble session. No, I don't have anything. You don't want to sing happy birthday to me or anything? We've sang it nine times. No, how how many more times do we have to? Well, you have to sing it tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, well, the episode comes out tomorrow. I'll, I'll sing it to you right now. Thanks, happy Harry. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, sweet Susie. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. A nice little jazzy rendition. I like it. No problem. Mike totally checked out on that. <laughs> it's going to get us demonetized with that beautiful song, that rendition. Someone's going to do a copyright claim on that one. I didn't know that we were monetized. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> But uh, I guess we should get right back into the uh, the trip review. We're on to part two. Last week, we covered the first two days of your stay at Disneyland, Grand Californian. We talked about the resort a little bit. We finished off with your spectacular dinner experience at Napa Rose. And uh, now that was it. That was your last night at Grand Californian? It was, unfortunately. Okay, so- Unfortunately. So you checked out the next morning. So let's or, back. Oh, let, let's yeah, back. Sure. So the day we were checking out on a Monday, mm-hmm. I had scheduled the main street, the Waltz main street. Oh, the tour, the, the tour. I had a nine o'clock tour or a nine thirty tour. Okay. And because we were going to rope drop and just run around and do everything. And I'm like, I don't want to check out. I don't want to leave the hotel until I they throw me out until like the, all the maid equipment is right outside your door. <laughs> yeah, which at Disney World is like eight fifteen in the it, morning. They do it, that. It, cert- it certainly is. It certainly they start is. knocking on the door. When are you leaving? At yeah, eleven o'clock. <laughs> eleven o'clock. Um, so we wanted to stay in the room and have coffee. So the night the the Sunday before we checked out, we went to concierge, and I said, "Is there any way you can help us move this tour?" to the afternoon because of course you can't do it on the app right you You can't go and you know make it easy and modify your tour right so they said let me see what i can do so they called the office was closed because the last tour had already been done she's like the person's like i'm gonna send an email i can't promise you what time do you want he's like here's what they have i said i'll take the two o'clock he's like okay he goes um he goes we'll probably be in touch tomorrow morning i'm like great yeah i'm sure we're going to be in touch tomorrow morning (laughs) so we're packing getting ready to leave Kristen's phone rings mrs hurley we got you rescheduled for two o'clock is that going to work yep okay it should change on your uh disneyland app if not uh, we have a reservation confirmation number down here in an envelope with your name so just come down to concierge at your leisure and pick that up and i'm like here we go more phenomenal service from this resort yeah that's great 
you must have loved that. That was a great call because you were you didn't want to leave that room. Not until you like, get, yeah. not until they've not until they pushed us out. So you ended up not rope dropping then? You just stayed in the room and hung out? Yeah, we went down and got some muffins for breakfast and we brought them back up to the room and Yeah, they had so, like some apple muff like the apple crumb or did we get the blueberry? We got the blueberry. Yeah. But they were like those big like crumb muffins. Oh yeah, they got like the the junk on top. <clears throat> Had some coffee in the room. How's the coffee there? Is it is it Joffrey's as well, or is it something? It is, different? but yeah. it's their French roast, and it's really good. Oh, okay. So you like that better than the resort blend? I do. Nice. You thought it was good too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It was. Yeah, it was good. And even though it was French roast, it didn't. You didn't need as much like cream as right. you did with the. Yeah, it wasn't the super heavy dog roast to make it palatable. So is that what you don't like about the resort blend? It's too a little too dark for you, like it's too a strong. Bitter, yeah, yeah, it's too yeah. strong. Because I know you don't necessarily like it super strong. Right. You're raised on Dunkins. We're, we're Dunkins people. <laughs> exactly. You're used to that weak. Yeah. You know, <laughs> good. You know, good Dunkin' coffee. That Starbucks stuff is like way too strong for me. I don't like it. I like the I like the weaker stuff as well. So I get it totally. Do you know weaker coffee has more caffeine in it? Really? The stronger the t- like the darker the roast, the less caffeine. I did not know that. No. Mike's got some caffeine working right now. Well, we need to find a way to decaffeinate him. <laughs> you. <laughs> so this, this one's going off the rails. We might lose our co-host. Oh my god. I can't She's leaving. <laughs> she just passed out on the couch in the back. Mike, would you like to explain what happened over there in the sunny Southwest Florida studios? <laughs> I had soup this afternoon. Oh, again. This, yeah. This is like three days in a row of soup. Three or four days in a row of soup. Yeah. Not making you soup anymore. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> Well, let's get back to uh, <coughs> the happier times at the Grand uh, Grand Californian. <laughs> so you hung out in the room, had your muffins, had your coffee, hanging out on the balcony and stuff. Yep, that's nice. Yeah, so what Mike time did his walk around and then called me out when he saw me on the balcony? Oh, that's cool. So you were just going around and you saw. Yeah, it was. Bra- yeah, I had the camera out there. Nice Sony ZV E10. We got Susie out. On the balcony. Very nice. What time did you uh, end up getting like the the tap? Oh, we never got the tap. No. no. What time did you leave? Uh, a little bit at like eleven. A little yeah, bit after, 11. maybe yeah. ten past. Like I think it was eleven. I looked out and there were no carts around, so I'm like, we we can take our time. Now, did you walk over to Disneyland? Did you have them bring the bags over for you? We had them bring the bags over for us. Okay. Did you try to check in at that point, or did you just go into the park? No, we just went over to Disneyland. Figured we'd do some rides, maybe grab a quick lunch, and then head over to Main Street to do our tour. Now, this being Monday, was it a noticeable crowd difference? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was. Lot, so well, actually, it was, it, was it was packed because 
it was like a teacher's conference or something. It was Kids were out of school. Disneyland was jamming on Monday. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Unexpectedly, um, it sounds like, or maybe not. You didn't. Yeah, because my research showed crowd levels at a two out of five, but I'd say at least a three. I don't know what their four or five was, but it was no. It was more crowded than it was the entire weekend. Oh wow! I've asked somebody if it was like an in-service day or something for teachers, and like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So they have you know all the locals. They're not blocked out at that point because that's kind of their slow season. So if they have a day with no school, everyone probably just says, oh, let's go to Disneyland. Yeah. Makes sense. So were you able to get on any any rides or anything different or new that you hadn't done yet? I'm trying to think because Tuesday we rope dropped. Mm-hmm. How about, uh, I don't know if you. That one we had the beignets. We go over and do like pirates and have the beignets for breakfast. It was late because we had had what mm. on Tuesday? No, I'm getting my days. Confused. Monday. How about? Yeah, that ended up kind of being lunch was the beignets, I think. Well, regardless of the day, you said uh, you did the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. How was that show? That was great. I really liked it. How does it compare to Hall of Presidents? Because I haven't been on that kind of like the predecessor to it right it was there before i liked it better i think i did too because it goes more in depth about you know what was happening in the country at the the time and about his life um you know a hall of presidents is amazing but yeah it's very different yeah it's it's kind of in the same vein i like that it's right on main street too i think that's pretty cool yeah it's right at tony's town square right Well, where Tony's Town Square would be if there was one in Disneyland. I, yeah, I knew it. Right. And then you uh, just went around Disneyland until it was time for your tour. And now this is the, what was the Walking Waltz Footsteps or the, what was it called? The Main Street? Doesn't really matter what it's. It's Walt's Main Street Story, I think. Yeah, that's what it's oh, called. Okay. Walt's, Walt's Main, Main Street Story. And you said it was like a hundred fifty bucks in that ballpark. Yeah, 30? I think I think it was it was one sixty, and we got a DVC discount. Okay. Um. So it's yeah, it was it's around three bills for the two of us. Ninety minutes, you said. It was ninety minutes. So go through it. What was uh? What was it like? So you check in. They get your name tags. Um, they ask you what what you want to drink after the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, then they give you your the audio equipment that you use so that you can listen to your guide just in case you're, you know, twenty feet behind her. Oh, okay. Um, and then we just headed out and we just kind of walked up and down Main Street, didn't we? Well, they also before we started, they asked if anybody had any allergies, and they asked if you were able to walk up steps. That's true. Physical limitations. Yes, they did. Um, but yeah, we walked up Main Street, and you know, she just gave us backstory on, you know, kind of the origins of the park and why Main Street was built to be the way it is. And she took us to a bunch of different locations. Went into on the Main movie Street, theater. Explained some of the 
you know, things that you see and little added touches, you know, the, if you stand outside of the, you know, sign that says piano lessons, you can hear the piano and oh, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, she talked about the gas lights on Main Street and then how when you leave Main Street heading toward Tomorrowland, they transition to electric lights. Oh, that's cool. Which was pretty cool. Said that every all the uh, all the wiring's underground, and that's obviously years before we started doing that in America because Walt didn't want Main Street and his parks to be eyesores. Right, that makes sense. So back in the fifties when they were building this, he buried all the lines. What was the other thing they talked about with his orange juice? Oh, there used to be a shop on Main Street that sold fresh squeezed orange juice. Hmm. And he had his apartment, and so he would stay there some nights, and he would kind of go around wherever he wanted to. So he was staying there one night, and there were some contractors who were working, and they noticed somebody walking around in the orange juice shop. And they went to check it out, and it was Walt. They say in his bathrobe or something, yeah, um, making himself orange juice. And he ended up making some for the contractors and hung out and talked to them for like a few hours about the construction process and whatnot. That's pretty cool. Imagine this like living in the park, like staying over. Yeah, it's crazy. And they said, um, the proprietors or you know, whichever company it was that sponsored the orange juice shop gave Walt his own machine. So that he could do it in his apartment, but he liked hmm. going into the shop and doing it there. That's funny. Yeah, I was just watching uh, one of the shows on Disney Plus behind the attractions, and they were talking mm-hmm. about when they built Disneyland, they subcontracted out all the food operations. So none of the food was owned by Disneyland when the park first opened. Right. And so, I mean, that kind of goes with that, where they you know, contracted this company out to make orange juice and they gave him a machine and he still went in the mm-hmm. shop and yeah, did his own thing. Now, did they talk about any like the, the windows and all that stuff on Main Street and how they're all dedicated to different people or not? They didn't not really. She did, they didn't, did, did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I always like that and looking and trying to see some of the names. I There's so many names I don't recognize, but then, you know, there's always a few that you do recognize. You see some of the names and, and who they are, at least at Disney World. Disneyland's got even, you know, more history, probably less names that I recognize just because it goes further back into mm-hmm. into history. But then the whole the whole culmination of this tour obviously like the grand finale right you ended up in walt's apartment yeah so it's 45 minutes on main street and then 45 minutes in his apartment so she took us to the fire department and talked about how you know walt was here all the time and he had about an hour and a half commute back to his house because at that time they didn't have the interstates Mm. so she said she had he had to drive through like basically country roads back to his house and didn't he ask like somebody if there's any way that they could build him a small apartment mm-hmm. somewhere on Main Street? And he ended up constructing one right over the firehouse on Main Street. 
Yeah, because they said he would drive. The studios were in Burbank. Yeah. He would drive from the studios out to Anaheim to check on the construction of the park. But he lived in Holmby Hills, which I think is more like Beverly Hills area, maybe. Somewhere in that vicinity. So it was a long drive. And so he was just, you know, working and driving and like do it, trying to pack all this stuff into one day. Yeah. And it just became easier for him to stay there at times. But it's small. Yeah, yeah it was like 500 square feet. 500. Or yeah, under 600 square feet. No, so it's like a hotel room. Yeah. It's not even an apartment, really. It's like a, like a hotel room. Yeah, it has pull out couches that was where they would sleep. You know, it had it's basically like one big room, and then there's like a little bathroom slash dressing area. It's like a little. They had like a like kitchenette though, because they had a, you had like a coffee pot, like I want to say like a waffle maker or a sandwich mm-hmm. press or something yep. like that. Hmm. And I'm sure they keep it like to the time too, right? Like it's got older furnishings in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. That's pretty nuts, though. You must have like just felt the history being in there. Well, they actually had a couple of things in the apartment still, like like a phonograph that he had, and like a some kind of musical thing that he had bought for his wife. Right, it was really cool. Hmm. I don't what was it called a Regina. Yeah, I have no idea. It was pretty neat. Oh, so there were a couple original things they kept in there. Yeah. And there are photos, you know, yeah, obviously sure. of them. And... and like our guide was amazing. I mean, she does this for a living, obviously. And toward the end, she starts tearing up about the light. And she's like, you know, he passed away very quickly. And, you know, the construction workers were asking because they said that they would always be working and look up. And they knew when Walt was in his apartment because he would have his light on. Yeah. And then his his light had been off for a while. So she starts tearing up and she's like, that's when they made a decision that they're going to keep that light on 365 days a year. And she's got like tears coming down her cheeks. I'm like, she just did this tour two hours ago. Yeah. Right. Like, here, like, talk about somebody who loves completely passionate about what they do. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a, not a well-known story, but people know that story. But just hearing it while you're standing in the apartment must have been yeah, pretty crazy. What is it called? It's called the Regina Music Box Changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Holds 12 discs, and you crank it. Pretty cool. Could you live in that apartment, Mike? Yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah, it's big yeah. enough for that. Yeah, it, it, it's perfect because, like you, like you said, could you imagine living there? Like just putting like a golf tournament on and just having the windows open <laughs> and hearing the sounds on Main Street. Of couldn't yeah. you live in it? Oh yeah. So somebody starts slamming doors, and some kids start. Well, it's small enough. We don't have people. We don't have people no, visiting. You hear people like out oh. on the street. <laughs> The one thing that we didn't get to see because they're renovating the fire department was, I guess they had a porch that overlooked Main Street. Oh, really? Which is where the tour usually ends, but we weren't 
able to access that. Oh, so you could actually like sit out above, like yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, you'll <laughs> have to visit it when you go back, I guess. Yeah, no doubt. But they brought a the photographer in and took our pictures and everything. Yeah, because we cool. couldn't do any film or photography, but they they brought them in and scanned your magic band so that you had three or four free pictures on the app. Yeah, I'd always heard they don't allow any photography or filming in there is it because it's the tour or just in the apartment i don't think any of the no the whole tour it, they right? didn't want you yeah that's probably better though you stay present and you kind of take it in more now would you do something like that yeah i would like to especially at disneyland like the the ones at walt disney world are good but i think it's more special out there because it's like literally where he walked and where he he built that from the ground up you know there's a lot more history there so doing like a tour of the history i think is way more impactful in disneyland than it is at disney world for me but i'd like I don't to do know that the girls would enjoy it i think it's really more of an adult thing yeah i wouldn't do one like that for a while uh with them maybe i'll like uh dip a toe in the water and do uh behind the seeds with them this summer and see how that goes. Mm. We do that with you. We've been wanting to do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Especially if we're staying at Beach Club. Just walk right over and go in. It's a good call. Then we'll just come back and and you give me one of your magic bands and we'll swim with you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Ruta, it already shows that you checked into the pool four minutes ago. So what else did you get up to that day? Or unless you have any final thoughts on the tour? No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. And then at the end, we got like a cookie and we got our drink and they gave us a postcard. postcard. Oh, and we nice. just sat around collectively as a group and she just kind of went around and asked different questions. Who our favorite characters are, why, what our favorite attraction is and why. So it's kind of cool to like just get to know all the 18 people who were on the tour Walking by you. your side on the tour yeah well, the thing that was nice too about the name tag is that the name tag kind of serves as a souvenir too mm-hmm. it was like a little pin that says waltz main street story on it that's nice yeah would you recommend that to anyone listening like is it you think it's worth the money and i think you have to really be interested in yeah. like the the history you know i think if you're like a casual person who's going because that's what you do when you want to do the rides and everything i wouldn't take the time to do it yeah because you probably wouldn't appreciate it like i think your whole family would enjoy it right i think most people your wife would to, enjoy it you know people that are listening to this nerdy podcast would right. probably like it yeah yeah that's a good point yeah that's something I, i'd like to do yeah and then monday night was our moonlight magic yeah, well, we checked in. We went back and checked into the hotel. Mm-hmm. How was that experience at the uh, DVC side? Is it a separate like, no, lobby? It's not. And check-in? You check in no. at the main tower. Okay. But it is a separate building. It's a brand it's a new tower. Building. Right? There yeah. is a separate lobby, but it's not staffed. No check in. Okay. There is a DVC kiosk if you have, you know, 
obviously, if you want to buy more points or something like that. It's good to yeah. know, right, Gary Frank Arena? <laughs> I do like that. Um, the thing I liked about it a lot was it had kind of a dedicated room with like a fireplace, like a gas fireplace and like a workstation with, you know, USB ports and whatever. So if you tons of couch, check tons out couches your room or and, something yeah. and needed to do some work, there was a space for that. That's nice. Similar, yeah. to the, similar to the drawing room at the beach club, but I think it might've had more seating. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. Now, obviously, the Grand Californian is very different than the Disneyland Hotel. It's Correct. way newer. It's, you know, it's 50 years newer. Um, the original, but how was like the original lobby at the Disneyland Hotel? Because there's a lot of history there too. I mean, that opened in the 50s, right? And yeah. How how was that? Did you like? I I have a feeling it's not going to live up to the Grand Californian for you guys, but we was didn't it... spend as much time. Yeah. in the lobbies um but they were cool like each building has a different theme so the like adventureland the tower in front yeah you know no, building cool. has like a full-scale model of big thunder mountain right oh that's interesting which was neat yeah um sure. the main building had like a ton of pictures of like different celebrities who had been at the like park ronald reagan tons of different politicians athletes joe dimaggio i mean you'd see just black and whites with like ronald reagan's family with mickey mouse I mean, it's just so cool it's yeah, more that, like a museum i would I was say, gonna that say that's hell is that extra like 20 years difference that it's older or not even like 16 years i guess makes a huge difference like you think about the people that would have visited plus being in basically Proximity, los angeles right. for you know hollywood like just the old school people that would have been there like you think about you go to brown derby at uh mgm studios and it has all those characters and those people all probably visited disneyland <laughs> legitimately where you have like the the fake lore of hollywood <laughs> Right. In Florida, it, it happened there. Like those people walked and stayed there, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. I yeah. mean, it was even in like it doesn't it's it's fiction, but like Mad Men. I don't know. Did you ever watch Mad Men? Mm -hmm. Like they stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. Don Draper stayed there like in the fifth. You know, that show was set in the yeah. 50s. Yeah. Right. Showed that there, so. That's pretty cool. But How the was the DVC tower is beautiful? It is. It's gorgeous. Brand new. I mean, you can't beat that, right? No. That's got to be the new. Amazing. I was yeah, say, they that's have their the own newest pool. room you stayed in. Yeah, hands down. Yep. But they have a beautiful pool bar. It's it's gorgeous, and the room itself yeah. is just stunning. Yeah, the like layout is just perfect. Great bathroom. I like where the kitchenette is instead of being. It's in the main. Room area instead of being off in the hallway when you enter the room. Oh, okay. Um, it's just, what were your impressions? I loved it. Um, my the one drawback to me was that there isn't any overhead lighting. Oh, really? It's all, you know, either on the walls or there were some night lamps, but. <laughs> just a little darker in there than other rooms. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they've got the couch. But there's no lighting like directly near the couch. So even if oh, okay. they have put, you know, they put some of those, you know, like the retractable reading lights that they have on some of the headboards and other hotel rooms, 
having a couple of those mounted on the sides of the Murphy bed would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Because the day that we left, it was actually pouring rain and it was kind of dreary and it was, there wasn't a lot of light in the room. So if you were going to try and hang out, it wasn't really conducive to sitting in and reading. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Without some artificial light. Well, that's not a great workspace, great storage. Now you said there's no balconies at all, right? Right. Disneyland hotel. And and some of the rooms on some of like the one bedrooms there are, but part of the studios. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of inventory for, of, of uh balconies Balcony. what uh what floor were you on were you high up no we were like a four. four that's not bad though what is it like 10 stories or more made around 10 yeah maybe maybe nine but or 12 but it wasn't like you know 20 or anything yeah it wasn't anywhere near yeah. that did it feel like new and modern or did it feel new because everything like had that new car smell or did it seem like a modern hotel because obviously i think they kind of tried to stay true to like that whole mid-century modern yeah aesthetic but i mean like the fitness center is gorgeous Mm -hmm. i think the outdoor um like the grilling area i felt was very updated Very, very nice but yeah, I mean, it feels new, but retro. Good. Yeah, so it fits in. It doesn't like yeah. stick out like this is our new building. Right. Necessarily. So that's cool. How did the... It's hard to say because you didn't stay DVC at Grand Cal, but like how, how would you put the rooms up against one another? Not the hotel, just the rooms itself. Like size-wise and amenities and everything. Yeah, it is hard because we didn't stay DVC, so we didn't have the kitchenette. True. So that's already a leg up there. Right. I mean, I I like the balcony. It's nice having a balcony. I like having a balcony. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the room size I thought was amazing. Yeah. In both that's good. both places. Um. I don't know. It's hard to say. Let me put it this way. If you if you had the choice, would you have done the opposite? Started at Disneyland and finished at Grand Cal? Yes. Or it doesn't matter. Yeah. For me, it doesn't matter. I mean, both resorts are gorgeous. Yeah. I just felt more pampered. Oh no, Grand oh Cal. no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean the Grand Cal is their signature. That's their number one, right? You know, their their prime real estate and. But you know, like the different towers and everything at the Disneyland Hotel, like it's it just makes it a little choppier. Everything closed kind of early. It's like we wanted to go to the lounge one night and it wasn't open. It wasn't even open, not because it was. It, it's only open five days a week. Oh, it's like closed Monday and Tuesday. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like the coffee shop. That they have it was, was always it like seemed two, like it was always closed. And so yeah. we always kind of missed that. So if we got back from the park, we couldn't get a like a specialty coffee. Hmm. You said the pool was nice though, like the DVC area pool. We Beautiful. didn't actually use it. No, but we it was walked chilly, we but walked it was by. very yeah. nice. 
Um, you... The kind of signature pool with the monorail was under construction. We had a view of that from our room. But, oh, okay. So like the monorail was completely taken apart. That's what the slide is, right? Is yeah. Yeah. And like their trade of Sam section is beautiful. They have a huge fireplace with tons of seating areas that nobody really like an seems outdoor to, yeah, fireplace. Nobody there's seems there's to a be rose sitting garden. Oh, that's cool. And it's a really, really lovely property. Yeah, the grounds are beautiful. But it's it it almost has like a moderate feel because it's just no balconies. Yeah. It's kind of spread out. You don't have that grand lobby to be hanging out. Like that's more of our vibe. Like I could sure. totally see because it's cheap points if we Wanted to go and, and do the parks. I think I'd prefer maybe Disneyland. Mm -hmm. If I could save a few points and I wasn't concerned about, you know, staying there for a while. But uh, Grand Cal is just our vibe. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's it's the signature. Even compared to the, like, even when you bring Walt Disney World into it seems like Grand Cal is the signature, but you said people said Alani even. I heard Alani the is, is their best property, so we'll see. Knock on wood, 2025. <laughs> that that must uh, get you excited thinking about that, doesn't it? Yes. Like, if the way you feel about Grand California, if people are saying, like, you get treated better at Alani and it's a better, you know, more impressive property, it's like, that's that's pretty wild. I honestly don't see how the service could be any better anywhere else than at this place. Yeah, it was that. It good. was not one dis, not even close to disappointment. No, I mean everything was above and beyond. Yeah, I mean that's what you expect. I mean, think of what people pay per night for that place. You should get that kind of service. Exactly. I was just going to say that. You know, for a rack rate. That's usually seven, eight hundred dollars. You expect somebody to come and, and and take your bags out of your trunk, or to treat you like you're spending seven or eight hundred right, dollars. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's it's it shouldn't be like out of the norm, but it kind of is. But it's good that they live up to it because it makes a difference. So that's that was the biggest thing that stuck out. Sorry, Dick. That's no, the closest. To like a Ritz Carlton experience that I've I've had at Disney. In nice. terms of service, yeah. I mean, all of Mouse Keeping would acknowledge us, say good morning, hello. I mean, it was just every single cast member there was just amazing. All right, so you want to talk about the uh, Moonlight Magic a little bit? Sure. We went in through, uh, we walked by Pixar, Pixar Place because we met a couple in the in the uh, lobby. lobby that was heading over. So we walked over with them and they said that there was an entrance. It's called, it's Pixar Place's entrance, but it's at Grand Californian. Oh, okay. So we just had to scan our hotel key and we got in. Um, and then security was there and we walked right into the back of Grand Californian. And they gave us what meal vouchers? They gave us like snack vouchers, yeah. So we, I think we each got three, three ten dollar vouchers. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, but we had a Carthay Circle dining reservation. Okay. So we went in and did that first. 
was that like before the moonlight magic started or yeah because like the hard ticketed events you can get in a few hours early but we already had sure. we already had park passes yeah so they let us in because we had the park hopper gotcha. so that's why we had an early carthay circle and we figured oh well, now we'll get into the park a little early perfect How was because circle? we had the park pass they already they gave us the bands oh gotcha the, so you didn't have to go we back didn't have and to check go back in. nope no, yeah. we showed them the tickets, and they were able to. They put the things on our wrist. Uh, Carthay Circle, I thought was okay. I wasn't blown away. Yeah, no. I got the pork chop because I wanted to compare it to Napa Rose. They had a phenomenal soup. Yeah, the Italian roasted chicken burrito. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, the pork chop was good. I thought it was good. It's not. <sighs> I don't know. I think the interior might be a little bit better than Brown Derby. Yeah, a little bit. The ambiance is a little bit better than Brown Derby, but I think Brown Derby's food's better. Okay. It's tough, I though. You know. go to Napa Rose, which you guys both loved, and then right. anywhere else is going to feel secondary to that. Well, but we had... This place had kind of been hyped up. I mean, you were really excited. To yeah, it was. It because we weren't able to get a reservation, and then something opened up, and you were really excited. Um, and I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. You know, I, I think we're so used to at Disney world, you go from like one signature to another and another, and you have like a fairly even experience. Yeah. They're all consistent. You know, this one's fish, this one's Italian, this one's steak and chops, but, but they're all really good. All the signatures do. in Orlando are phenomenal in yeah, my, I agree with that. in my estimate. This was fine. I mean, it was definitely better than your average, you know, park food, but. It was just okay. Yeah. But it's more of like that style, like Brown Derby, old Hollywood yeah. is yes. the setting of it and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was very pretty. Mm -hmm. this, I thought the service was good. Service was excellent, yep. Good. Just not overwhelmed by the food. That is correct. Yeah. And it was another restaurant where the bread service had a charge, so we didn't have bread. Oh. And we didn't get dessert because we knew we had the snack vouchers. Oh, true. Yeah, that makes sense. So how how was the uh, Moonlight Magic experience? Were there? I, I would think in California there wouldn't be a million people there because it, you know, it was pretty a, busy. Yeah, it was wasn't. pretty busy. Um, I mean, the couple that we met had come down from Portland. Portland, yeah. Oh well. And they have a son, so they had come down specifically for this. And this was at obviously California Adventure, is where that's correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it what's it stay open like from ten to one a.m. or something like that? Midnight. Midnight. Was it seven to midnight? Nine. Nine to midnight. Oh, okay, so they get it. The, the, everyone else is out by like eight o'clock, and then from nine to midnight is yeah. just moonlight yes. magic people. Okay. Yep. I thought it was great. It was. What What's different about it? Like I have never done one. You guys haven't done one in Florida, so Cra is it? You know what? It, you know what it is for me. Like, it's just nice, like that you feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. You know, because all you hear about is that all they do is take things away, take things away, take things away. It was a, it, it was a treat to have like the park to yourself, so, like to get those snack vouchers. And yeah. have the smaller lines. Like, 
Well, but that's the yeah. thing. I mean, like we did the Christmas party, you know, with you guys. Yeah. And you pay for that. This is free. Sure. And then they give you vouchers. Yeah. Like, so I'm not paying for this. And then you're giving me, I mean, yeah, you pay for it in your dues and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, we didn't use all of our snack vouchers. Like we were trying to use them up. So you and, each like, got $30. So like $60 is a lot. Sure. Of money, to, especially if you just had dinner. Like maybe if you didn't have dinner and you went and right used them or something but yeah, like we that's... used them at some of the uh lunar new year lunar new year kiosk. kiosk mm -hmm. yep and i mean they did have what like free mickey bars and stuff like yeah that they have too, free mickey bars even oh and have. like drinks too like soda you can get too right isn't I think so. usually how it goes i guess there's some like Meet and greets too, like where they have rare characters. I know you guys. Oh, we saw characters that, but... like yeah, all over the place. Yeah. Spider Man, like outside that ride. I mean, yeah. yeah, all the Marvel guys. All the Marvel like... guys were running around. So they do it up. They're not just like, all right, you're in the park, go do your four yeah, rides. Yeah, no, no, out. because yeah. when we went on the Spider Man ride, I remember when we were getting online, he was outside yeah, greeting was outside. guests as they got off the taking ride, pictures, taking pictures with the kids. So it was really cool. How is that? web slingers thing is that it's, cool it's good yeah it's yeah. good what is, is it like a screen thing like i don't even know what it is yeah so it's almost like a toy story right because didn't we have to shoot at things yeah. we had to like use our hand oh, to like okay. throw to, like, web, to, web yeah to fling webs and so stuff. it's interactive yes it is yeah oh that's cool but you load into a car and it moves through like i think there was four scene. of us because it was you and i and then Another husband and wife. I think there were four of but us in the car. Kids. Yeah. I think so maybe six of us. Yeah. But it cool. was, yeah, it was really cool. And, you know, cool. for us, like with no real, you know, everybody knows what Spider, you know, who Spider-Man is, but like, we don't, we haven't seen the movies or like any of that. Yeah. You don't know the side characters and all right. that stuff. Yeah. But it was, but, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I did too. And uh, how about their tower of terror that's now guardians of the galaxy you guys it's freaking that, amazing right? it's ridiculous what makes it so good i'm curious it, it just because you're so used of hollywood tower of terror where you go up the elevator shaft and then you come out and do 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 and then the, this one you get on the ride and then all of a sudden you're falling and you're like you had no idea that that was coming Oh, okay. And then you're going up, and then you're coming back down again. Then you're going, and, and there's it, music the whole time. And it was like, like the music from the ride at you know at, at Epcot. Yeah, like similar '80s music. Similar stuff, '80s yeah. music. I mean, her and I were screaming and laughing, just like Guardians of Galaxy at Epcot. It was, and I and I thought, oh, here we go. And I, this is gonna suck. Oh my god, it was killer. But like this, you know, the story, like while you're waiting and everything, like again, movie that we haven't seen. I heard that we the, don't really know anything about, but it was cool. Yeah. I heard the queue is really cool there. Yeah. Like, there's even like a bunch of Easter eggs. I guess there's like a figment in there somewhere, like hidden as like a figment plush, like in the, in the, oh, queue. I didn't, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, it doesn't surprise me because it's like whole, it's like a collection of things. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause but there's yeah, a I character mean, we... in Guardians of the Galaxy, like called the collector, and he just has junk. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, and so this is supposed to be like his museum, or like where he houses his collection. Yeah, makes sense. And so he it has all the guardians, and like the whole premise is that you're trying to escape 
you're trying to get out of the cages he's keeping you in. Gotcha. And that kind of blends in with the Marvel area, right? Yeah. Yep. Because back when we went, which was now oh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it was like separate. You walk down like where the Hyperion Theater is, and then you go around the corner, and that's where the Tower of Terror. So it was like themed to that area, mm. to like the old Hollywood. And now it seems like when they took away the Bugs Land and they turned it into Marvel, they kind of like rerouted the way you get to Tower of Terror, and it's now incorporated with that land and themed in there, which is nice they did it that way. Yeah, it was really cool. But well, I mean, we did stuff that we probably wouldn't have done. Yeah. Had we not been there, like we did the Monsters Inc. ride, which was really cute. Yeah, that's mm. fine. That's yeah, a it good was. one. Yeah. We did um, Philhar Magic, which, you know, we've done a million times. Yeah, it's the same, but it's still it's the nice same, but it, it was cute. But they changed, they because cha they put something in there, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember like seeing a Coco scene in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, they so that's constantly season. evolving. Yeah. We got up and close and watched uh, World of Color. World of Color, because oh, we were able to go where the dessert from party the, is from the rooftop, right? Right. Yeah. And so now this was seeing it where you're like supposed to see it from, right? So it even you liked it better at that. Yeah. Point. Oh yeah. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a good show. Is there any rides at California Adventure that you didn't? get a chance to try while you were there yeah, I mean, or that there you didn't were a bother? Few. We weren't able to we didn't do Toy Story just because it was down a couple times and then when it would come back up it would be a 45 minute ride. I'm like we oh, can yeah. do that anytime. The weekend after we get back so I don't recall if there's anything that We didn't do the the carousel. Yeah over by uh, the Incredicoaster. Right oh what is that? What is that themed at now? Jesse's Critter Carousel. It's Toy Story. Oh, okay, yeah. Because when we did it, it was all like uh, aquatic animals. It was like otters and oh, dolphins okay. and stuff. Yeah. But we did we did everything in Cars Land, and yeah. that we talked about it last week. But even those rides are phenomenal. The small ones, they're cute. Yeah. They're just themed like they're fun. They're short little rides. They just eat people up. You know, obviously Radiator Springs is a huge draw. We did that at night and that was amazing. Yeah. But Cars Land at night is even better than during the day. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. It's um, cool. Grizzly River Run and the um, Inside Out ride were both closed for refurbishment. Okay. I didn't even know there was an Inside Out ride. <laughs> yeah. So. That, which apparently a lot of people really like because we ran into some people who were like running to get to it and they're like, what? It's closed. Oh, man. Um, the goofy sky oh, school roller coaster was awful, but we did it. It was that's basically quirky. the same as like Primeval World. It's the same thing, but my I, I my knees were like knocking my teeth out. This is how bad out. it was. Yeah, I like that. I I liked Primeval World, and I like I liked that, right? Primeval World. So did Susie. Yeah, because we went on with Mary a couple uh -huh. times. I don't know what it is. If if maybe this is not made for adults, because even she was struggling and. I got 14 inches on her. So what I think with that one, and I could be remembering wrong, I think it's a, like more compact. So I think the turns are sharper. Oh, they were. There were yeah. a couple times on where I one. thought that I was gonna I was gonna be gone. Like going over the edge, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you turn around and now your hips are hurting. And yeah. 
My knees are knocking into her thighs. Yeah, it's tough. I still like it, but it's that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh, is the inside out? Is that the swings? No, we did the swings. Uh, we did all the rides over in is it Hyperion so. Wharf? Yeah. Because I know they rethemed everything, so I don't know what everything was. I remember they had like the the giant swings and. It says it's like Flix Flyers in Bugsland. I don't know what that is. So maybe it is swings of some sort. Hmm. I think Flix Flyers was like a Dumbo ride. Oh, maybe that's what it is then. Yeah. Because we did all of the like Mike said, all of those like kind of little kids rides. The yeah. swings and the zephyr and the jumping jellyfish. Yeah, it was it wasn't actually like a dumbo. So the Flix Flyers was like a you were in like a hot air balloon and you just went up and down in place, like oh, jumping okay. up and down. So So I don't think we really missed anything with that. No, that's more of like a kid's ride. Yeah. We didn't do the trolley. I kinda wish we had done mm -hmm. the trolley. Oh yeah. Um did they do the show, like the trolley show, where they sing and they? We didn't see. It. We didn't see it, but we a lot of times during the day we're in the back of the park, so we didn't see that that main entrance. Area. Okay, I really like that main entrance. You probably never even went in the main entrance. Yeah, that's we right. Did. Oh, that's right. When we went in with yeah, two days later. Yep. But like, I like that. That it reminds me of Hollywood Studios, yeah. that main entrance, obviously, but it's really neat. Anything else um, stand out? I would out? like to have done the bakery tour. We didn't get yeah. a chance to do that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it's that. where they make sourdough mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We did that because they give you like a little free sample at the end of the sourdough. Nice. You got to pay for bread service, but you can get free sourdough if you go through the tour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like we did. Pretty much everything. Yeah, we did a lot more than I thought we were going to. We gonna. didn't eat as much as I thought we would. Yeah. During the Moonlight Magic. But it goes by quick, awful. though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Especially because we wanted to see World of Color. Yeah. And if you're like, all right, we'll do a few rides, just even if they're 20 minutes, by the right. time you exactly. wait 20 minutes and then get on the ride, all of a sudden now you're like, all right, right. now we only have an hour and 30 minutes left. Yeah. So I get how that can go away quick. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, I've always been curious how the like you hear different things and they're hard to get into. Like mm -hmm. you got to be ready and get in that virtual queue or whatever it is, and you get your spot. And everyone complains no matter what. It's like a free thing that they give yeah. you, and everyone complains. And about people it. complain. Yep. So I don't know, but you guys like the experience. Oh, we absolutely loved it. We absolutely yeah. loved it. It's not something like certainly I wouldn't seek it out in Orlando. No, like but if you we were staying, we were like we would maybe do one at one of the water parks. Yeah, like Typhoon Lagoon at night would be a different experience. Yeah, but if you if you were staying for the weekend, like if you already had a room booked and you and had, we and found out, yeah, we certainly, certain, absolutely try. Yep, yeah. but I mean, these people are just they announce the dates. Now they're trying to book. And, and do a cash stay at Pop Century so that they don't have to use points so that they can use it, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's like, I'm all set. I've been on these rides a trillion times. Yeah, like I mean, if there's... it fell on my lap again, like DCA did, then sure. 
Right. Because you almost did one for uh, Saratoga. Right. But it ended up not not working out. That for, you went to Epcot instead. So. Yeah, I don't. We didn't get too much uh, too far along, and uh, no, I mean we got to wrap things up. We're gonna have you on for the timeline. next three weeks. Is that gonna work for you? I think I think we can wrap it up next week. Two I think we got one one more week, yeah, and we'll we'll get part three. But any final thoughts on uh, first day at Disneyland Hotel and and Moonlight Magic and the walking tour, all that good stuff? That was a busy day, though. That's a busy day. I didn't realize that was the same day the the tour and and Moonlight Magic. That's a mm-hmm. that's a big day. Yeah, it was busy, but it was fun. It was. That's good. Well, if nothing else, then I guess we can uh, we can talk about our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. I saw you put up a uh, Animal Kingdom room, room view. tour. Savannah, Savannah View. Savannah View room tour. And uh, go subscribe to our YouTube page. We do appreciate that. Anything else in the pipeline coming up for the YouTube page, parts? I'll have to take a look. I'm still a few weeks away from all of our newer stuff. So Okay. We'll eagerly await and see what what's to come. Susie, do you watch our YouTube videos? Sometimes. That sounds like a that that's more promising than when you ask her if she listens to the podcast. <laughs> she said she's caught up. Why did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, you can also obviously subscribe to us anywhere you download podcasts. Visit our website wdwbtg.com. All of our social medias are at wdwbtg. That is Facebook, that is Instagram, that is Twitter, that is TikTok. Our Facebook group is WDW, Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Join us over there for some fun discussion. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I leave anything out, Pards? No, you hit on everything, as always, my friend. Any any last thoughts, Susie, or are you uh, content with how things went this week? I'm I'm content. Thank you. Happy birthday once again. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No Have problem. a good night. You too. And that's going to do it for episode number 516 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host Mike and our special guest, Sweet Susie, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.